and welcome to the Business Success Show, and you are in for a treat. Stay tuned in. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love, like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity? So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business Success Show with your host, Mac Atram. And today I have the absolute pleasure to be in conversation with Steve Buzagani. Now, I want to say this, reason why my team and I thought, let's have him on here is we are going to be talking all things referrals. How do you win business through referrals where people, your advocates are saying, hey, great company, great people. You want to do business with them. How do you get more business through word of mouth marketing? How do you get people talking about you, advocating your products and services, and you win in business, more business that way? So, hey, Steve, welcome. Welcome to the Business Success Show. Thanks for having me on, Mac. I'm excited to be here. All right. We're very happy to have you on here as well. Now, Steve, before we get going, can we just, um, I often ask people to tell us a little bit about their entrepreneurial journey so far. What happened? How did you get into entrepreneurship or have you always been an entrepreneur? Uh, initially I was not supposed to be, uh, as we all kind of are, you know, I mean, uh-huh. all of us entrepreneurs never had to be there. So what, uh, I started out with a, um, in college with an accounting degree, but never actually went into it, got into real estate. Um, and then eventually after 10 years of that, um, got into the, the gift giving thing that is now the appreciation advocate. But, uh, the whole reason I actually started with the gift giving, I actually started it while I was in real estate because I was too, um, I'm a little bit more on the introverted side. I'm not, I'm not so introverted that I live under a rock and like to go out into the woods and disappear for months at a time. Like I'm not that kind of introvert, but I do like, I'm a little bit more on the, uh, I'm not that guy that could just make a phone call out of the blue and just talk to someone. Like, like I just saw them yesterday. Let's put it that way. I'm not that good. You're right. Uh, so, um, basically what I would do is I, I would send a gift to people cause I needed something to melt the ice and allow me to, uh, to see these people and, and talk to these people and, and get, and build relationships with past clients or potential clients. And I would send a gift ahead of time. And then I would follow the gift. Uh, I follow the gift with a phone call to just say, Hey, look, I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. And, uh, and we just wanted to follow up with you just because I had sent you a gift a couple of days ago and I wanted to make sure you got it. So it was a reason for me to call. It was a genuine reason. And it wasn't, uh, there was nothing, there was no strings attached. I, like I wasn't trying to get anything from them at the, at the time. Like I wasn't calling to get the right. referral. Um, so what basically happened is these people would say, oh my God, Steve, yeah, this is so nice. Like, thank you for sending. That was such a cool thing. I wasn't expecting it at all. Like, and then obviously they know I was in real estate. So they would ask, they'd say, so by the way, how's the market? And now it's my organic door opener right there. It was like, wow. because they would always ask. And, if, and that happens for every small business owner, not just me in real estate. Like if you were a financial advisor, they'd say, how's the market? What's it going to do? Like, what should I do? Or if you were in any kind of other business. They would say at some point they would say, how's things or how's business or what's going on? Like, tell me about your life. Like now Mm -hmm. that we're on the phone catching up in a normal organic way. And I know that you're not just calling to get something from me and you're not being like the sleazy salesperson type. It's like, then people are open up a lot. And it was like, then you keep doing that. So like what I would do is I'd, I'd send a gift like once a quarter or once or three times a year um, to do that. And then I'd follow up with a phone call. And after a while you do build up the right to ask for a referral. 
which right. is normal. Uh, and then, but that's fine. Outside of that, like sometimes people just want to refer you because the gifts I was giving, they were not like, like tchotchkes and branded items or anything like that. There weren't things, there were things that people liked people, things that people use that they see often, uh, things that people can hang up in their house and, or, or use in their kitchen or whatever. Oh. So they would think all the time about me. Yeah, so wh- where, where did you get the idea from then? Because you must've had other real estate people in your office who would just pick up the phone and talk to that guy or whatever. But yours yeah. was very novel. It's like, let me send a gift in ahead of time. It opens a door. We get into conversation. Where did you get an idea from? Yeah. So I actually, I have a, I have my Mount Rushmore of uh, mentors. And so oh. I have like a financial guy, a religious guy, a gift giving guy, and a, and a light, basically overall life guy. Um, yeah. So basically like Steve Harvey is my one, is like my religious like mentor like that. And he's always, he you know, everything about gratitude, all of them are about gratitude, actually all four of them. Yeah. Dave Ramsey, my financial guy, John Rulins, my gift giving guy. And then Brian Buffini's like my, uh, my overall like life coach kind of guy. And all of them are believing, they believe in gratitude. So I was like, all right, well, I got to do something based on that because that's a big principle. Then all these guys, every successful person I've ever talked to all believe in gratitude. So I was like, there's gotta be something there. So that was the first step. Uh, And then John Rulin obviously is the, like the best gift giver I think I've ever seen. So I I followed him and emulated him as best as I could. And I've read his books and listened to his podcast or not his podcast, whenever he's on a podcast, uh, his anytime he speaks and things like that. And then I also listen to Brian Buffini a lot and he does have a podcast and I've listened to his stuff a lot. A lot. And uh, at the end of the day, those, those Brian Buffini and John Rulin are probably my biggest uh, inspirations for like how to build relationships with people. And then John Rulin with the gifts um, and right. using them to, to keep the relationships top of mind. Got it. Got it. So you, uh, at some point, you are you still in real estate? Oh, you stopped that and you went into um, your um, uh, appreciation advocate business. I do a real estate a little bit. Um, I'm not going to be openly prospecting and going after clients, but like if you're like quote unquote in the club already, where like you may have been a past client or something, and you right. call me up and say I got to move, like I absolutely help you. <laughs> but like I'm not gonna. I don't go out of my way to like try to get new clients now. They just kind of come in whenever by referral, of course, and. And that's, I work with them from there. Fantastic. Listen, tell us a little bit about the appreciation advocate, your business. What is that? And I, you know, I'm I'm already getting clues as to why you started it. You know, you believe in gratitude, but what is that? And how would you help people through what you uh, teach and uh, the solutions you give? Yeah, for sure. Uh, The easiest way to describe it is in one sentence. It's um, we use gift giving to get referrals for small businesses. That's literally the easiest way to put it uh the way it started was i was in a uh in, a, in my real estate office i was doing at my peak i was doing 73% of my business by referral and a lot of the other agents in the office were they became i became known as the referral guy i'm like okay cool so uh, they're like what are you doing and then i would tell them i'm giving gifts i'm doing all these things and i'm wrapping them and i'm writing with a personal note and all this other stuff and they're like yeah that sounds awesome but i don't have time for that 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 i kept saying i don't have time for that so i'm like there's a market there <laughs> so i based that that's where appreciation advocate came in so i'm like look fine i'll do it for you just pay me and i'll do it for you <laughs> i'll do oh, all okay. just send me your list of your top 10 to 20 percent of people i'll build out the plan if you want to do the plan yourself, fine. Uh, you just pay me for the plan. And if you don't want the plan, if you want me to do the plan for you, then you can buy the plan and pay me to do it for you. So hmm. now we just do it. For- and now we just do it. We have different sizes that's uh, uh, per quarter. So you can do like 25 gifts a quarter, 50 gifts a quarter, 100 gifts a quarter, 
or larger, whatever you, whatever the size of the business is. Right. And the, and the whole concept is when someone, when a prospect, a warm, hot prospect, whatever, gets that, well, could it be a cold prospect as well? It could be. Um, we, we don't recommend going that way first. We recommend spending, because the, the way it works, and this is the Pareto principle, that's, it's pretty much unavoidable, is it's, you know, 20% of your people are going to be responsible for 80% of your income. Right. So, so invest your time in the people that know you, like you, and trust you. They've already bought into you. They're already crazy about you. They already like you. Um, and they're already prone to refer you. So keep nurturing the seeds you've already planted. Don't, I, I would say, don't try to look for, for new land. I would say work the land you already have. And that's why I would say, so I would, uh, I would, I would use so I, on occasion, it's okay to do it for a couple of things. Like if you're doing like a hundred gifts a quarter, you could do, you know, 15 to 20 on, you know, cold prospects trying to get access to somebody. That's fine. We do that. Um, but we, the other 80 should be on like your top people. Like that's what I would do. Okay. Got it. So, right, right. What's the difference then between, if I can say referral marketing and word of mouth marketing, is there a difference? Big difference. Yeah. Uh, actually huge difference. Uh, so referral marketing, uh, or like working by referral like that, that is a very proactive, intentional, predictable way of doing business. Because when you're executing certain activities to produce certain results, you know, how many, how much money you're spending, you have a plan behind it. You know what the results are. You're cause you're tracking them. You know, are we getting, how many referrals are we getting based on the dollar amount we're spending? Um, and then what do those referrals yield at the end of the day? So that's a full plan. That's very proactive. Word of mouth is the quote unquote luck. Like that's okay. I hope someone tells me someone about me. Oh. Um, and it's like, there's no plan. It's just like, I don't know how many referrals I get. I don't know how much they yield. Uh, in income. I don't know how, what our conversion rates are. Um, and I have no formal plan for actually generating the referrals. I just take what comes in the door. So it's a very passive versus very active approach. So there is a big right. difference. All right. So it's very passive. Word of mouth marketing is passive in a sense that really mm -hmm. you're not really in control of it. You can't really um, change the the parameters of it. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Correct. Exactly right. Marketing, you can actually put a system behind that and get people okay got it got it yeah got very it. intentional mm -hmm. very intentional i get it so one of the things you talk about is the art of attraction which is stop chasing and start enticing what do you mean by that uh i guess so for me like i kind of goes back to that that example when i told you before where uh i was basically trying like if you're the typical salesperson who makes a call and you're trying to get something from someone. You're trying to get them to sign up for your insurance program, become a client for your financial advising firm, trying to give them as a client for a real estate transaction or an attorney trying to get a new client. Whatever it is you're trying to do, uh, you're chasing business. So the thing is with me, I was using gifts. And instead of chasing it, I was making people want to talk to me, want to be around me, want to be uh, associated with me and want to be and want me top of mind. Um, as opposed to the other way around. So that's what I mean. It's like start enticing people, like give them a reason to think of you when they, when a real estate conversation comes up, give them a reason to, or whatever your business is, whether it's uh, coaching, speaking, lawyer, accountant, whatever it is, give, make, make it easy for them to think of you. And that's right. what I mean. So, so now, and, and make it pleasant for them too. Like, oh my God, Steve just gave me this custom watercolor painting of my house. Like he's so cool. Like my, my realtor just gave me a bottle of champagne. We just chugged that thing and tossed it. Like, you know, like, so it's a totally different impact and impression there. You see on that note, I was about to ask you what type of gifts are we talking about here? 
Uh, yeah. You know, can you give some clues, some ideas, what kind of gifts that you sent out on behalf of your clients or even for your own um, for your own prospects? Yeah. So I, I've done a couple of things. I'll tell you about those in a second. Uh, what I would tell you, even as a small business owner, is is spending about five to 10 percent of your net income, uh, whatever that client's worth to you, five to 10 percent of it should be reinvested into the client. That's basically where you determine the budget. So then now you have a number that you can work with. And now, wow. and that's not that's not on one gift, by the way. That's all over the course of a year. So if okay. you have a $10,000 per year client, yeah. 10% of that's $1,000. You now have $1,000 to spend on this client. That's $250 per quarter to get somebody something with. So that's a nice gift and, and something like you can get somebody something really nice for $250. Yeah, like, of course. For, yeah. Versus like, you know, a bottle of champagne or a sporting event. And, you know, what's what's a stereotypical thing to do is the um, dinner and a ball game kind of thing. Like, oh, cool. you know, that like you, some people spend that money and they'll take, they'll take a whole client base out and spend 500 to a thousand dollars on a dinner. And that's the, the thing is that's only one impression. That's the okay. problem. So now from a marketing perspective, if, if I went into a marketing firm and I said, Hey, look, one impression costs a thousand dollars. They'd all say, "You're fired." <laughs> they, <laughs> Get out of here! Get out! <laughs> yeah, you're like you ain't you ain't working here. <laughs> so, go. so, uh, but that's the but people do it all the time. And what I would what I would suggest instead, buy something for like two hundred fifty dollars that they're going to use in their kitchen. Like one of the SI used to use was anything from Cutco it was phenomenal. Cutco is a great company for that kind of stuff. So we used, um, you know, scissors, knives. Uh, whatever else. I mean, I got people custom barbecue sets, which was cool, um, with their names engraved on it. Oh, wow. Because yeah, like, and it was always about them. It was never about me. Like, I never put Remax right, or right. Berkshire Hathaway or Keller Williams on anything. Um, and then I got them. What other couple cool stuff? I got them. Uh, what do you like? You know those like pill speakers? There are speakers that are that play music that are in the shape of a pill. Like I got those. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I got those uh, made in Ooh. their their favorite color with their names engraved on the side of them. So like those were cool, but basically things that people will use and keep around the house. And I've got I've got I mean anything we have this other thing called attacking the kitchen. We call uh -huh. it that because basically people spend the most time in the kitchen. So we attack the kitchen and give them things that keep in their kitchen to make them think of us every time they touch something in their kitchen. My realtor gave me this. My realtor gave me that. My realtor gave me this. I love this pan. My realtor. Wow. Gave me. You know what I mean? So they always think my realtor basically bought me my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty so, cool. If they're just yeah. speaking about you constantly, people want to then know you. Now, let me say this. You mentioned something earlier on. You very you went quickly over. You said, hey, we got them this, which we know they'll like, in their favorite color. Then I'm starting thinking, huh, for you to know that, you'd have spent some time with them, asked some questions. You'd have you know found out their birthdays or whatever, how many children they have. So is that what you're doing early on when you get into the, you know, you just learn about them or are you going on social media to see where, where they're hanging out? What, what, how you, look, the reason why I'm asking this question is this. We have a saying, um, and it's not my saying, it says, you know, you hear this phrase which says, treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And one. then I've been saying to people that, what if you treat people the way they want to be treated? Yeah. So when I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, oh, you're treating people the way they want to be treated. They, they're receiving this because they like music in the color they want with their name engraved on it. It's like personalized. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And you're the only person I've spoken to who talks about this in this way. Fantastic. Thanks. So <laughs> how you get into the fact 
of getting to know them before you send this gift. So for me, as a real estate agent, I was around these people kind of often because we've toured 13, you know, eight to 13 homes. So we got to see them a lot. So I got to know them and get to interview them a little bit. Now, if, if you're not in a career that does that, like other than real estate agent, you know, maybe an attorney might do it, an accountant might do it. Um, but I would even say is have a client intake form and that asks these questions. What's your favorite color? Are you married? When's your wedding anniversary? When are, what are your kids' names? What are your pets' names? What kind of pets are they? What kind of, are they male or female? Like, what do you like to do in your hop? Like, what do you like to do in your spare time? All of these things like, and, and put that, Hey, this is part of our onboarding process. We just like to get to know you. Now they have no idea you are going to blow this thing up and make it a fun gifting experience for them down the road, but right. they're just going to do it. But, or if you don't want to do that, uh, which I think that's a really great way to do it. Hey, this is just part of our onboarding process, bring them on, collect all this information. And now it's a gold mine. So like whenever people talk about other people, they call it gossip. And there's always like the juicy conversation. So like we call it juice. You got to collect the juice or get all the juice. And then you can, uh, you make hay with the juice. Uh -huh. So get all the juicy information. So, uh, part of it for me, because I didn't have as much of an onboarding form because I was involved with them heavily throughout the real estate transaction. Uh, and then the closing process is 30 to 60 days out normally. So, uh, so I was uh, talking with them then too. So, and then after the, after the sale and everything, so I was heavily involved with them for a lot of the time. I didn't need the form, but at, for other places, I would totally tell you to do it. Uh, I think it is, like you said, it's about them because if I were to give people like one of the things I would do is sometimes I would give them a cutting board, but the cutting board was a monogram of their name. It was a huge letter of their last name and mm -hmm. it had their, and it had their last name written under the monogram. And then it had the, the address of the home engraved into the cutting board. And then it had the date of the, the date they purchased the home on all on the front of the cutting board. Now, of course they're going to keep that because one, it's a beautiful piece of wood yeah. and it's all about them. Now, if I had sent them something that just said big ass Remax all over it, or Berkshire Hathaway or whatever, they'd yeah. be like, I don't need this. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to use it. And yeah. they don't care about it because it's not about them. And at the end of the day, people always ask what's in it for me. And it's, you know, we all seek to serve ourselves first at the, at the, at the end of the day, that's really how we all kind of are. Uh, so if you can basically give to the people and allow them to, you can play on their emotional heartstrings and give them things that make them feel good about themselves. They will, give back to you in, in ways that are tremendous. And then that kind of leads, and I'll end on this point for this question is not my definition of gratitude, which if you're, if you're pouring water down uh, a faucet and it's splitting down the middle, basically what I would just say is gratitude is the purposeful unbalancing of that scale in the direction of another person. So you're basically going to push that scale towards the other person, allow them to get more quote unquote water in the form of like blessings, love, appreciation, whatever it is tilt the scale towards them. And then the other person most times will overcorrect. And then that's where your reputation starts to build. And then other people will start tipping their scales towards you. And now, now it's a waterfall onto you because you've tipped the scale away towards everybody else. Wow. I love that. That's fantastic. That's that. Yeah. Really, really good. I, I love this conversation, Steve. Uh, one of the things you talk about is the six secrets of gift giving. Um, purely focused with the, with the intention of generating massive amounts of referrals in business. Now, what are these six secrets? Can you tell us? Can you share with us? Or is it such a secret that, hey, <laughs> I just have to come and spend some time with you? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you could do both. Uh, so we have a couple of uh, things here. So there's there's two 
sixes, I would say. There's there's the six things that you can do to increase referral business. And then there's the six things that all good gifts have. So I do you want me to go through both real quick? I mean, I can blow through them real quick. So to get more referral business, the first things you want to you want to do, the first six, uh, you're gonna rank your database. So A, A plus, B, C, D. And they, obviously you focus the most on the A's and A pluses because they're the most valuable. Then you're gonna two, determine a budget. Three, you're going to build a quote unquote random timeline. And by random timeline, I mean, you don't give people gifts when they're expected. Like don't give gifts in December because that's when everybody's giving gifts. You're that's just going to get lost yeah. in the mush. Um, you know, show up on like March 23rd or something. Obscure, or right? <laughs> some obscure date that nobody's thinking of anything going to happen. Um, have a gift list, like, like some go-to gifts that you do for the first round or second round, third round. And then obviously as the relationship goes longer, you can come up with more, but have a go-to like start list. Um, know the juice is the fifth thing. And we talked about juice. So know what their juice is, get to know that stuff. Um, and then six is right-hand written notes that that is a, uh, that is a next level way to really personalize the gift is put a, I used to write, or I still do write 10 personal notes a week, basically two a day. So if you can do that, I mean, that's, and, and then put personal notes alongside the gifts. That just really takes it up a notch. It's like, hey, wow, not only did you go through the trouble of wrapping this gift, putting a bow on it, but you also put a personal note on it and it's handwritten. So you actually took the time to even more time to put that together. So it just shows effort. It shows dedication to that person uh, in a way that just, you know, sending an e-gift card doesn't. <laughs> wow. Wow. Fantastic. Hey, yeah. listening to Steve and Mac here at the Business Success Show, remember to like and make some comments here, actually, in, in the chat. Um, so we can see what's going on. Also, remember to subscribe or follow whichever platform you're um, looking or seeing this from or listening to this from. Make sure you do that so we can bring you some more awesome, awesome experts just like Steve. Hey, Steve, we have a lot of our, 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 our listeners, our coaches, consultants, expert advisors, uh, small business owners. Now, if somebody is going into business or they're thinking of getting more clients and they just listen to Steve and they thought, wow, it, it makes sense here that this is really good stuff. And they're looking for more clients where they don't want to go through cold calls and all this kind of stuff. What is, what would you advise them? What would you advise them? Knowing what you know, knowing how you started getting clients, what I think I know the answer, but I want to throw it at you anyway. Say, what would be your approach? Uh, I, basically the six things I just went over would be where I'd start. Like honestly mm. start rank your database, start build out how a budget. What are you trying to spend over the course of the year to appreciate your top 10 to 20% of people? Mm. Um, it should be five to 10% of your uh, net income. Yeah. Uh, build out that random timeline set, you know, pick a date every quarter that you want to get these gifts in people's hands. Uh, the gift list, obviously, and then start getting to know your people on a heavier level. Like that, get that juice that we talked about. Uh, and then start putting those personal notes on things. And then the gifts that you send, they should be gifts that are are of higher quality. You want the focus to be on them, not you. You want the high quality. You want high quality because they'll last. They'll be visible. They'll be uh, – think about it this way. The gift is always going to be whatever you give people to get these referrals and get uh, – one, they'll be easier for them to talk about because they'll be super psyched about it. But they are also a symbol of the relationship itself. So if you give somebody a cheap gift, they're going to think, wow, he really thinks this is a cheap we're, you know, I'm, we're a cheap relationship. Right. Uh, so, or I'm not worth his time. All he did was send me this e-gift card or this lazy ass gift card from Amazon or an Apple product or whatever mm. like that. Like that, those things are all pretty lazy because 
they're easily accessible. They're anything anybody can buy. Um, obviously personalize it. Like some of the things I've mentioned before, try to get to their deep emotional impact. If you find, like I gave a gift to someone once where she had lost her dog. So I got a, her a custom watercolor painting of her and her dog and wow. I sent it to her. And it's like, she thought she's like, this is awesome. This is a really nice thing. I can't believe you sent this. Like nobody, everybody else is basically doing the thing on Facebook where they go thoughts and prayers, Lauren, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Wow. And it's like, you know, I'm not going to do the thoughts and prayers thing. I'm going to actually put a gift together and send it to you because I think you're worth more than just a, a, a comment on Facebook. You're uh, a nice guy. Fantastic. I yeah. love that. Great, 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 great thing to end on there. Hey, listen, um, how do people reach out to you? What's the best place or best way to uh, connect with you or learn more or, or get involved in what you're doing or get you as a, as a supplier to them? For sure. So, uh, you can reach out to me. I, the easiest way is probably go through email. Uh, and I, you can reach me on my email. I do check it like multiple times a day. Uh, you're not, it's not checked by a robot or an assistant. It's actually me. So right. you can actually reach out to me at steve at appreciationadvocate.com and you can check us out. And that's uh, the easiest way to reach me. All right. There you go. Steve at the appreciation, no, steve at appreciationadvocate.com. Yes. Got yes. it. All right. Make sure we have it on there for you as well. So any yeah. last words before we um, finalize our, our conversation here? Anything that comes to mind? Anything you want to say that maybe you haven't said already in terms of, you know, gratitude, gift giving, really appreciating um, your clients, et cetera? Uh, yeah. So what I, I real quick, I, I think the a good thing to in terms of personal growth and success and development, I would tell you is um the two quick quotes uh, that I really like. One is, uh, if you're not changing it, you're choosing it. So keep that in mind. And then the other thing is, if you, um, what was it? If it, if you're, as long as your priorities are clear, your decisions are easy. So set your priorities straight and then trust me, watch how easy your decisions become. I love that. As long as your priorities are clear, your decisions are easy. I love that. Fantastic. That's one of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten. Excellent. Hey, this is a business success show with Steve Buzgani and um, Mac Atram. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like, you share. Also make some comments here. Really appreciate that. And the reason why I want you to subscribe or follow is that you can be pinged anytime we do this kind of thing. So anytime we upload a new one like this or do a live you can be informed. So make sure you do that on whichever platform you are on. Steve, I want to say thank you. Thank you for jumping on. Thank you for adding so much value. Until we speak again, take care.